Today's episode of the Titan Up Talk is brought to you by our friends at Parkway Poorhouse. If you are in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, need a great spot to grab some delicious food with the family, or want to grab a patio spot for some happy hour appetizers and a cold adult beverage, we'll look no further because Parkway Poorhouse has the perfect spot for either occasion. Visit parkwaypoorhouse.com to plan your visit today. And folks, got Zach Brooks here with me. Uh, to give our thoughts and opinions on everything happening with the Tennessee Titans. The NFL, as of this morning, two more confirmed cases for the Titans, one case in Las Vegas, and Stephon Gilmore has tested positive after playing in the Monday night showdown against the Kansas City Chiefs. But during the middle of our recording, Paul Kaharski has dropped a bomb, confirming that there are Tennessee Titans players as of September 30th that were practicing uh, at Montgomery Bell Academy, and it's something that we're about to see a lot of things go down. So we'll give our thoughts on everything happening there. But in case you're new to us, go to chat10sports.com, check us out, follow us on social media, read the articles as well. But folks, we appreciate you checking us out, doing us a favor, and make sure to listen, subscribe, and share if you don't mind. But folks, let me open this thing up. Zach Brooks, how are you doing, sir? Good, man. Having good. Good good weather right now. It's been a good week. Life is good. Right. It has been, thus far, as of yesterday, I was having a great week when we got a positive or no positive test from the Titans, but obviously today, we wanted to jump all uh, on for all those listening and give our thoughts and reactions. I know Zach and I, as we've been tweeting and kind of seeing everything going back and forth this morning, wanted to put some things down on the audio lines and give our thoughts here. I know going into this, we've got two differing opinions on the current situation for the NFL, the Tennessee Titans. And as of today, got the confirmation that Stephon Gilmore, uh, who has been seen hugging Patrick Mahomes, the golden boy of the NFL, as well as a positive case for Las Vegas and the Raiders. Um, I know, and I don't know if you know much about this, Zach, I was actually just watching NFL Network and them talking about how the Patriots took two different planes. Uh, I did, I'm not I did sure. read that this morning. I did you read did? That. Yeah. I, I, was it something that they're trying to separate? Like, Yeah. I mean, it's like, so basically when they – I think that was a last-minute decision. Um, and so I think that's kind of what people were joking about is that they didn't really have a plan in place. This is just spec- like what I've read on Twitter, so take this uh-huh. with a grain of salt. Um, but from what I've gathered, seemed like that they had – an idea that some people might be coming back positive. Obviously, when Cam got tested positive, I think they kind of had a plan B or plane B. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think it was more of like a little last minute, okay, we clearly are going to have some people that have been exposed. We need to isolate them. We don't want them to infect the rest of the team. And so we have a sick plane and we have a non-sick plane. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of kind of weird that they did that last minute. I think that a lot of teams should be doing that anyway. Um, but also, if you think that you're infected, I don't know why they're traveling anyway. I mean, exactly. that, that's, that's I, mean, that's, I know we're going to we're dive into this, but my thing is, if you think someone is contagious, infected, I, I hate saying the word infected because it makes it sound like we're talking about a zombie apocalypse. But if you, or if that's, you that's are... next month, Zach. Yeah. That's, that's a, <laughs> right after Halloween. <laughs> Spooky season's not over, so that could be... Yeah something that comes out anyway um my thing is is that if you have someone that's infected completely isolate them that's everything that we've been talking about since march is if you were if you even think that you're infected you need to isolate yourself for yourself for your loved ones for people you work with and so the thing is with the planes 
I don't know why that wasn't a, a plan to begin with. They on Twitter, it made it seem like that was kind of like a last minute decision of okay, y'all are sick. Gilmore has been you know exposed. Cam's been exposed. Let's get two planes. We got a you know fun plane and not fun plane. <laughs> and so I mean, we're it, drinking it, on this plane. We're not yeah. drinking on that plane. <laughs> yeah, and so it just yeah, I, I don't know. I well, thought, here's here's my thought as far as you know. The asymptomatic stuff in this, and just a general statement for COVID nineteen, throws a completely like unforeseen wrench in all this stuff because I know there are. I think for Titans, I think everybody is now showing symptoms. But Stephon Gilmore, according to the NFL Network, what I was just watching, <coughs> still asymptomatic. <coughs> Excuse me, still asymptomatic, and they were saying that they, you know you can develop symptoms as time goes on, which is in most cases, but my issue and I just to kind of get our, our difference uh, in opinions kind of opened up here is um, the handling of the NFL with their protocols. I know going back into the summer, um, obviously Mahomes, Zeke Elliott, I mean, just about name any, any face of the franchise player was involved with this, you know, planned hashtag. We want to play type of deal where the NFL and the NFLPA had not come to an agreement on, the, I guess, what are they going to do to protect players? And it seemed from my perspective, and again, that this is my opinion, uh, it seemed like the NFL kind of rushed through, hey, here's what we got. What do you think? Let's get this thing going. Let's play some ball. Obviously, with the Titans, the speculation, and this is, you know, up for grabs. I know the NFL is investigating it right now. Um, but with the spread, we don't. They don't know if it came from Shane Bowen. You know, say he had contact with somebody that he didn't know had the, the virus, or there's a practice squad tight end whose name's escaping me that could have brought it in. Obviously, Isaiah Wilson, rookie out of Georgia, has been on the COVID list since. I mean, it seems like before the season began. Um, so a lot of variables there. My thing is, is from what it has seemed like with you know, in, in the conversation coming up of. The Patriots taking two planes, the big question mark of why the hell would you do that? But it looks like to me, the NFL is simply trying to find a scapegoat, point the finger at a team and say, the issue is not with our protocols. The issue is, you know, with these teams. And for all those listening, Zach, when I were talking prior to this of, of recording about the idea of players still getting together, you know, for the Titans players still getting together to practice, uh, you know, at a, at a facility, wherever that could be. Um, but Zach, just kind of tell everybody where, where are you at with this and kind of where I'm differing. And I don't know if I even clarified where I'm at. No, you're, no, you're fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just talk through it. You know, as, as we, I think today when you and I were texting on these group chats, everybody was like, okay, y'all shut up and just get on the podcast <laughs> and talk about it. So the thing, okay. Yeah. So the first thing I'm going to point out, and I think this will be a good segue into just you and I having just completely seeing this totally differently. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you're saying this was unforeseen. I don't understand how you have that thought process with this. I think this what was, was what was unforeseen. That this was going to happen. This was going to one thousand percent happen. We knew going into the NFL season that we would have some sort of an outbreak. So I don't. I don't know where that's not. That was not foreseen. There's. There's no way. There has not been any sport so far that has gone through without a single COVID case. Now, oh. baseball and hockey have been able to control it for the most part. NBA, you know, before the bubble, kind of a shit show. Mm-hmm. NFL, 
potentially turning into a shit show. Mm-hmm. But I never was a point in there was never a point in my past eight months where I did not see some sort of an outbreak happening. Mm-hmm. But my hope was and is is that I want to see how the NFL responds. And I don't think shutting it down is the answer. And I tweeted about this this morning that if anything we have learned since the COVID outbreak has happened is that shutting down has done nothing but make the livelihoods of American citizens worse. Mm -hmm. And so I don't understand how, and I'm I'm not throwing a stone right at you because I know that there are thousands of people that agree with you. So I'm not saying that all of them are wrong. I'm, and I'm not saying that I am 100% right in this. Because if there's something that we can agree on with this, Trey, is that we we do not know much about this virus. We just don't. We can listen to Fauci. We can listen to whoever you want to listen to on any kind of news outlet. But no one is on a single same page with this virus. And so that's where I knew that there would be some sort of an issue some sort of a bump in the road with the NFL. I think there's going to be a bump in the road at some point with college football. I, I mean, I don't, you know, going into the spring, do you, you know, are they still going to cancel March Madness again? Are we going to have a grasp on this and be able to do, or can they do the bubble like the NBA did? Because I think the, the NBA bubble was the best move, but not every sport can do that. And, you know, we'll get into that, you know, why I think the NFL can't operate that way. But this was never not foreseeable to me i knew that this was going to happen but it was it was that it was the challenge and it was the risk and the reward for the nfl as a business to decide i'm going to operate through covid it's just like the mom and pop stores in cleveland they are making the choice because they are not being governmentally mandated to shut down they have the option to stay open or not stay open, but they know that if they close, their business fails. Now, times that by a million, and you have that the NFL. So I know I'm not saying that if they close for a year, the NFL's done. But my point is, is that as a business owner and as a business, the NFL made the decision to take the risk of getting the reward of having some sort of a NFL season. And we have had a great first few weeks of football. I mean, it has been awesome. I remember talking to you about it after week one or week two, that I, if if they never showed camera shots of the stands, I would have never thought anything different about the game besides them wearing masks on the sideline. But honestly, I've gotten used to people wearing masks, so even that doesn't phase me when I'm watching it. And so yeah. I think that they, they, they have done what they needed to do. I don't think they rushed into it. I think that they made the best decisions that they had the ability to make at that given point in time. If anything, I feel like that they stalled. I think they did the opposite of rushing because that's why Pat Mahomes and J.J. Watt and Zeke, they started just like MLB did. We want to play. Well, why did that hashtag start? It's because the NFL and the MLB wouldn't come up with a decision. They were stalling. So I, I think that's the opposite of rushing into it. We were, we were if anything – the social media presence pressured them into giving us some sort of a plan. Now, I think that it wouldn't have been as rushed if you had postponed the season a few more weeks. That's all they could have done is just said, hey, we don't got a plan right now. 
Let's push mm -hmm. this back two or three weeks. But they didn't because there was so much pressure from the players saying, we are okay with playing with COVID. So that's where I knew that it was foreseeable that there was going to be an outbreak. It's because the players, I'm not going to say they didn't care about COVID, but they were, real, they were willing to take that risk knowing that if I get out here with no mask and I'm tackling people, I'm in the locker rooms, I'm traveling on planes, I'm traveling on buses, they knew that they had the risk of getting it, and they were okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me jump in. And I'm, for those listening, I'm Trey Wynn. You can find me on Twitter at T R E S W I N N. I got Zach Brooks here. Find him at Zachary T Brooks on Twitter and tell us what you think as you as you listen to us. Because Zach, you just said a lot. And I think just for to clarify, I think at the beginning of the season before games started, I think we all agreed, and I think we talked about it through the summer um, with some podcasts that we did. I forget which, if it was you know this one or other ones but it was something that I think we all anticipated the risk and I think to you know to kind of respond to what you said we still don't know a ton about the virus I think we we know obviously recovery rates you know all that stuff there's so many different opinions you kind of have to be selective in who you're listening to with it but to me and I agree with you in the sense that these players knew the risks and even for now and this has kind of been the recent opinion that you know, we've got to learn how to live with this, the virus as a whole. I wanted to give uh, his, his, his handle is Frizz FR8. Uh, I'm trying to pull up his name here. It just says FR8 for the name. So forgive me for not giving you the actual uh, uh, <laughs> birth certificate name of this guy. But he had a good, he had a good response to a conversation. I think that started with us and, and, in light of this topic here, but he says, I think any uh, rational human being with a brain knows that there's going to be an outbreak. I mean, this is true of all my kids uh, that he coaches at a middle school. Uh, I'll stand by my original statement that any uh, uh, on these other threads at a 99.997% survival rate, we have to start learning to live with the virus. And I remember through the summertime where we had, you know, Under Armour, I think it was put out some concept of like a face mask for, you know, in, in the actual face mask of a helmet to protect, you know, players from getting droplets or whatever out. Um, I'm at the point right now that I, I think we, I think we're all on the same page that we expected that the, the potential of this happening. Now, when obviously I, I understand the NFL side of that, you have 32 different entities that you have hundreds of people working under and you're trying to protect everybody from this virus. And do I think teams, and this is kind of where I think you and I differed in our opinions, is I, I, I don't want to try to think of it in a, uh, you know, an optimist's perspective of, well, surely these players are listening to these rules and they're doing everything to a T. I don't, I don't think that. But specifically for the Titans of getting players together um, at a different, um, you know, location that's not, you know, St. Thomas Sports Park or other Titans facilities that they could be at and, and working out or exercising or practicing after the NFL has basically said you're shut down. I know, you know, Teresa Walker, uh, Titans media shared today, the video of Rabel at his, his presser yesterday or day before last, where he had specifically said, we've asked players to not do that. But the big question for me now is it, it, the big question mark for me, re responding with a, we need to kind of shut this thing down, get two weeks. Um, see what we need to do because the incubation, the incubation period, which is one of those phrases I'm starting to really hate saying, you know, contact tracing, other things like that, but they need two weeks to make sure guys like Stefan Gilmore, who again, playing on, on Monday night, 
contacting numerous players and then Wednesday morning we we or I guess Tuesday night he tests positive we get the results Wednesday morning um but to my my opinion right now if 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 the Titans you know don't play this weekend the Bills don't play and they put it on week 18 or whatever it's going to be there's still a situation where now even the Raiders Patriots Titans I think the Titans are a sign and a standard that everyone can point to of saying however it got in there this thing is going to, you know, go basically like wildfire, just spread throughout the entire organization until, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know the the ins and outs of the term hive hive immunity kind of a thing, but if if now we've got twenty different staffers or players uh, that have COVID on the Titans, I think we could see other teams, including the Patriots, which again, I don't know why you have a sick plane and a well plane and you're and you're traveling with these guys at all, but. My thing is, as you know, here now today, the Chiefs don't have any cases. I know the Vikings did not have any cases from last week when, or I guess two weeks ago now, when the Titans played them. But that's where I'm at with thinking you gotta you gotta have some type of um, plan to get this thing under control. Where Goodell could be investigating the Titans, and while he's putting out this fire in Nashville, up in Foxborough, and in Las Vegas, you got fires starting up. So that's where, again, I don't, I don't want to think I'm, you know, just this wide-eyed optimist kid thinking, oh, of course they're they're doing it. I just feel like if we had players for any team getting together a- after the NFL has shut them down, that that through social media or some type of report, somebody would have already released that information. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't, I think they are getting together. I, I mean, you and I were talking about it. I'm not saying they're out there playing seven-on-seven flag football in their backyard. But there's, I mean, I sent you a report this morning. I know that you, you know, immediately shot it down because it was back in May. And, yes, that, that does have some sort of weight behind the date of the article. But just because it was in May doesn't mean that all these players just like, oh, okay, <laughs> football season started just put their hands in their pockets and walked off their back backyard when they were making you know they they were not allowed to practice at that point in time and so like i said earlier they were making the choice of the risk and the reward to meet behind closed doors we, i haven't seen any footage of those practices have you so i mean my point so i mean we don't know if they're practicing if just because we don't see a video and the fact that the Titans have so many players, it's a coin flip, but really an irrelevant coin flip of how they got it, whether they got it in the locker room or they got it outside of the facility. At some point in time, the protocols broke down. And to blame that on the NFL commissioner, I feel like is finger-pointing which is what you're accusing the NFL of doing at the Titans. Well, that, that's, my, that's my thing. Let me just jump in there. That's where it's – it's. I've been going after Goodell, almost trolling him to the point of just saying, you know, own, own that the issue is with the league's protocols because I know oh, – But why is it – so if, if there's a city outbreak, it's the government's fault that there was a city outbreak or is it because the citizens didn't follow the rules of the mandates that the government's put in? Well, that's, I mean, that, that's where I think it's two different situations. We're not working for the government. We're not. But it's, it's I mean, a, can, I mean it's, a, it's, a, it's an entity that's giving rules to people that follow those rules. And you have the ability to either follow the mandates or you don't. The government. There's, can, no, there's, no, there's no repercussion for me as a citizen where an NFL player 
I mean, again, some of these guys on this list, Greg Maben, Tommy Hudson, um, trying to think of other guys that maybe practice squad. Obviously, there's some big names with Jeffrey Simmons, Kamale Correa, Christian Fulton, other guys on the Titans specifically that are starters. But some of these dudes, if they're going to go out there and, you know, I don't think any one of those starting players for the Titans are going behind anybody's back because of the repercussions. And if they're, I mean, I, I tweeted this earlier today, if, if they're finding coaches, Gruden and Sean Payton, um, I think Matt LaFleur was one of them as well, that they're just not, they're, they're having a, a mask issue. They're not wearing them or they're falling off and they don't want to fix it. They're finding those guys 150 to $200,000. And what are they going to do to guys that are not abiding by these protocols? Or if the team, like say you have it documented where Vrabel tells one player X, Y, Z, or here's the team announcement and they just say, screw it. And, and I, I, this is what I told Zach for all those listening. If there is proof of the Titans ignoring or whatever with these protocols, then they should be a, they should be a forfeit against the Bills. But I don't um, think they're going to find any proof. I don't think there is going to be a video. I well, think that's what I'm saying. But Why I think the players are okay. So, in my opinion, there are, you have two options of of where to put the blame for this outbreak. Either we weren't following the protocols in the in the facilities as a as a team. We were not following protocols, or we were meeting outside of the facility where the protocols aren't being enforced. Because if there, if the protocols broke down, we would have the entire league would be sick. It wouldn't just be, you know, I don't know how many, how many, how many players we have tested right positive on Titans. Twenty, eighteen. Well, ten. There's twenty total cases in Titans. Okay, that's including. So cases. yeah, so we have ten on the Titans, and then a like one on the Raiders. Right now, we have three. On Patriots. the Patriots, so I mean, we have we have less than twenty five cases in the league right now. Which if is the not pro- a bad number, if the, it's a great the, number compared yeah. to the rest of the. I mean, compared to you got to think about players, coaches, athletic trainers, PR people, media. Like you got to think about all these people that come into contact with each other that just make one game, hell, one practice happen. And so my point: if the protocols weren't working. We would have this would have been blown up way before now. So in my mind, you have two options: either the Titans at some point in time, and I'm not saying they were doing it deliberately. I'm not saying that the Titans were like, "Screw the NFL protocols, we're going to do it this way." I'm not saying that, and that's where I'm getting back to how much we don't know about the virus. Is that the Titans very well may have done everything they should have been doing, mm-hmm. but still got sick. But how do they handle that one person getting sick? And so that's where you have a coin flip of either we didn't follow protocols to the T, which you can't expect everybody to do that. So I'm not saying that that's where they were wrong. Or people were meeting outside and brought it in. And I think that's the more plausible. I would rather blame people for being negligent because I see that and I hear that every day, and so do you. Of I know I'm supposed to wear a mask, but I'm not going to. You can't make me. You can't make me social distance. And so you know, you, it's just it's that human entitlement of I'm going to live my life the way I want him to live my life. And if I feel like that as an NFL player, my job is on the line, and if I'm missing reps, then I may not get to play. Is it worth the risk of practicing with someone outside of the facilities and getting sick, but then come game day, I'm ready to go, 
and it's that next man up mentality. I'm totally removing myself from that danger. See, that's what that's what I was expecting for these protocols for the NFL for the sake of, you know, if one guy goes down, we're going to play. It's just next man up to where here and now the postponement, I think for the Titans, I think what you're saying is is, is right in the sense that whatever the situation may be, if they if they screwed, you know, protocols or they ignored them or whatever, or, you know, out, outside linebackers coach Shane Bowen, you know, who is the guy that Saturday before the Sunday matchup against the Vikings had a positive test. Results came in, I believe, early Saturday. My question was, is why did they not postpone or shut everything down at that time? Because here and now, I mean, how many guys, and who knows when he actually contracted the virus, how many guys, and we're seeing in that list of, of, of players, Jefferson, or excuse me, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, Kamala Correa, Christian Fulton, Daquan Jones, uh, got a few offensive players, but how many guys did he get infected? That's where I think, who knows if, if Shane Bowen got takeout and had Uber Eats come by his house or whoever that company is. And, you know, I remember a while back during this, when this thing first started out, like, can Amazon package that I get, you know, delivered to the mail? Can I, can I get COVID through that? No, there's no way. My, my fiance would be right, bed, bedridden right now. We know that. Yeah, yeah. My, my wife too. But we'd be, we'd all be, in a lot worse situation than what it is, but um, there's real no way to trace it. My thing is, is if, if, if we ever get evidence, shut the Titans down, you know, or, or for, See, forfeit the game or whatever that is. But I just think I foresee this being something that again, if, if asymptomatic and, you know, guys who are not necessarily showing symptoms until X amount of days later, how are they going to get this thing? And I don't, again, if it was the fault of the NFL's protocols or if still we just don't know how to really attack this uh, this virus still, I mean, obviously the bubble's not a real option like you mentioned, but, you know, even for a team like uh, the Braves right now, about to play here in a little bit, but it's something. Go Braves. Uh, yeah, minimal minimal cases in the in the MLB. We've had them, but it's something to me that when the NFL, if you get twenty cases on one one team, I foresee that's the same thing happening with the Patriots. Especially like again, we keep pointing back to this, but it, it just seems stupid to have one plane for the well and, and and one plane for the unwell. But but to me, like I I, I genuinely hope that I don't think they brought two planes to the. Unless I read the tw- the tweet wrong, or I've already forgotten, which is very plausible, I don't think they brought two planes. I think that they realized that Gilmore wasn't feeling well after the game, and bought a plane for anybody who wasn't feeling good. I think okay, they, I think, is... I, I think they got a second plane, traveling home. I don't think they brought well, two planes to the facility. NBCSports.com has the article. Patriots will take two planes to Kansas City if the oh, trip yeah, happens. Yeah. I guess they did. Um, yeah, see that, okay, yeah, that, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you would even fly anybody that would be potentially sick. That's yeah, so dumb. In a plane, bro. Like you know, what is it? Uh, taking some you know vitamin C supplements. Think about you were the pilot and you get to fly the sick plane. You're like, yeah. <laughs> locking that door man yeah but yeah I, I know we're kind of getting where we want to be as far as time right now it's something to me that um just for all titans and nfl fans in general obviously connect with us on twitter chat 10 sports i'm, I'm trey win zach brooks here we'll have our, our links and stuff in the bio in the description of the podcast do us a fair favor and share it and subscribe 
Um, I don't know if we're going to get a black and white outcome of this thing where so-and-so's at fold. I just don't – my whole thing about the NFL is the immediate shift of blame that it seems like they're trying to make happen to where, again, I think this is just a open opportunity for this virus to run, train on the NFL or any other league it's just a matter of like we saw what was at the Marlins so long ago, and I think the Cardinals as well. They had the same type of you know numbers, I believe, as far as you know, comparatively speaking to the size of, of these leagues. But but why do you want to shut it? I just don't understand why you want to shut it down after seeing what. And the only reason why I'm comfortable saying this is because I know that you and I more or less align politically. Mm-hmm. You know what the country has turned into with the shutdowns. So why would you want to implement that same mentality with the NFL? I just but don't if they understand took, that. If they took a week off to but let that's these, not a shutdown. Know, that that's a that's, that's okay. a, that's a then, week then, off. Then, then I'm saying, and, and this has been a few hours since all this news came out. We texted a bunch of stuff. If they took a week or two just to see, let's see how these guys react and respond. Guys like like Gilmore, the Las Vegas person, whomever that is, and then obviously these Titans players. Versus having to continue this cycle of well, case here, case there. Yeah, no, I agree with that. The, we're going to shift the bye weeks, yes. like they did for the Titans and, and Steelers, and all of a sudden we have week nineteen, week twenty, twenty one, and we have a, a full blown month between you know the final of whatever championship games we're going to have in the Super Bowl. I think they should already go ahead and push the Super Bowl back uh, two or three weeks, really, from the last championship game put those dudes in a bubble and find one facility that they can use maybe it's like the pro bowl they get and they go to that site no fans and, and they do that but as far as you know i'm not I'm, I'm, just to correct you know the if, if i misspoke to shut down the nfl indefinitely it's not what i'm looking for <laughs> take two weeks get your bearings see what we need to do to adjust the okay, protocol yeah I'm glad you that's where I'm that. At. Okay, that makes that makes so, it a lot better. I, just yeah. Shutting it down for the season—that's how I took your tweets this morning. It shut it down, like just shut it all down. Just season's mm-hmm. over. We're not playing anymore. Everyone's getting sick. I feel like is just crazy talk. And the yeah, reason no, why I, I thought you were I, saying I, that is because I literally saw someone say season's over, shut it all down, and that I I just don't I don't understand that that that's living in fear of the virus. And like the guy you you mentioned earlier we have to learn how to live with the virus. Mm-hmm. I, I was, and I'm, I am not too prideful to say, there was a point in my time the last few months where I have been terrified of this virus. I've lost sleep wondering mm-hmm. if I get it, am I going to live or am I going to die? And I'm sure everybody at some point in time has had some sort of a thought or you didn't, and I envy the confidence of those people that don't have those thoughts. But at some point, everybody has had a, an idea or a thought cross their mind of, if I get this, is it going to kill me or is it going to kill someone that I'm close to? Right. Because it has happened. And, and so see, I'm not... I think, these, I think these NFL players, you know, for ones that have opted out, like I, I know some of those, I, there was one player in particular, I can't think of his name, but he had someone in his family with a pre-existing condition, respect it, totally yeah. understand it. Yeah. You know, I, I hope they pay him his salary and I hope he's back on, on the, the team next year whenever we get back to whatever type of normalcy we're going to consider normal next next season. Um, but he, it's, this is about, like you're saying, I, I agree. I was in thinking, I've got three kids, you know, I don't have any family that anyone that would be older necessarily. But now that we know, you know, kind of 
the, the recovery rate and those types of things. And, and just to reference our poll that we've got up on my Twitter here, what, you know, what should the NFL do in light of these increased cases around the league? And facetiously, I say shut her down. And then the other options to continue right now, we have 145 votes, uh, 62.8% being in favor of continuing 37.2 saying shut her down. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think they know enough now to say, listen, we are going to, stop this for a week and if we have other outbreaks we're going to continue ahead you know opt out another opportunity for opt outs if you if you really want to but you know and I, it, that's the thing too for me these players like we were talking about and not to reopen this whole thing but if they don't want to abide by these rulings they're putting themselves family and so many people at risk so that's where i'm just i'm thinking versus trying to point fingers from the NFL and saying, y'all screwed this up. It's just, this is where it's at. And I think this is how it's going to be. But I think the NFL has to be committed to stop trying to, um, you know, the conversations of extending weeks out to make up games. It's like, no, just if it sucks, it sucks. And say the Titans forfeit or lose or don't play this weekend, I think they should, you know, whatever situation plays out. If they lose because they have Jeffrey Simmons and Daquan Jones, and all these other players out, that's the way that it goes. It's not going to, you know, derail their entire season. Um, but at the same time, it's something that they, they got to – the NFL has to give these teams the opportunity versus just trying to close the facility. But, you know. but that's what I'm – that was my argument. Is that you you got to give them the chance to fix it before you shut it down. We, we don't – I mean, if, if we know anything about the NFL, it's that they like making money. And they, they're the mm-hmm. best at it. And so you know that there have been people for the last four or five weeks that all they've been doing is waiting for this to happen so that they can implement a plan that they've come up with to prevent it from getting worse. Mm-hmm. But what I am struggling with as a Titans fan is are we the standard because we were just the unlucky, did we draw the shortest stick and we were just the first team to get hit by more than a handful of players and coaching personnel? Or are we the standard because we screwed up first? And we won't know that until the investigation's over with. And like you said, if it does come out that we screwed up because we well, didn't hold, follow the Hold protocol. the phone, Zach. Hold the phone. I'm, I'm literally, this is like breaking news. Paul Kaharski of today, about an hour ago, uh, did put an article out, and I'm reading this just off the, the, the screen here. Titans broke protocol gathered for a workout last week. A group of Titans players worked out at the Montgomery Bell Academy on September 30th, despite the NFL's directive not to hold such get-togethers while the team headquarters was closed because of a COVID-19 outbreak, according to a source who saw players there. And he's got, I mean, photograph evidence here that we, we were talking about. Um, this is an open, you know, for all those that would want to read further, you know, further into this, paulkaharski.com. It's an open, it's not a private article. So go check it out. Um, we'll be retweeting that, but again, this is coming right down the pipe. What's your reaction to that, Zach? And and what needs to happen from here for the Titans? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I was right. (laughs) Well, dude, here's the thing. Now we know. Second of all, okay, all right, okay. Now I got, I got that out. I got that out. I said it. I said it quietly. I'm sure you're going to edit it out because you're pride. But I will. Okay, now, now we're moving on. 
I wish we had started this podcast half an hour to right now so we could start it right now because now I think the hammer needs to come down. And I hate saying that. I hate mm-hmm. it because that, that hammer is going gonna, is gonna to hurt. But they've got to come down because they made the, they made the choice to do that. It's that goes back to that risk and reward. They mm-hmm. made the risk with the reward of being able to compete on Sunday. But they put so many people at risk, and you got to know that. This is a job. It is a profession. If I'm sick, I do not go to my office because I put other people in jeopardy of getting sick that would not have if I was not there. And they have the protocols in place to prevent this. And if you choose selfishly, and I'm, I'm okay with saying getting dragged by saying that, what, what those players did was selfish. It was. Oh, for sure. And that it needs, it needs to be addressed and addressed heavily. Now I want to, I really want to know because you were fighting me tooth and nail that this, these, these Titans just walk around with halos and they would never meet behind closed doors. So now that you know that, I genuinely want to know what your reaction is. No, no, I, my, I just tweeted this in response to this and with this article, just so everybody can, can, can read it and drop the hammer on the Titans. It, it, you gotta make, they're going to make an example of the Tennessee Titans. I'm not going to be shocked to see draft picks taken. If they, you know, say we forfeit this game this week, give it to the Bills, and we come back, you know, in week, what, six, five or six or whatever we're at right now. Um, I don't want to – I don't want to – I don't want it to sound like, oh, I believe the Titans didn't, didn't – they can't do nothing wrong or didn't – you know, this is human. My, my question is how the hell did this not make social media – because this is from the 30th? But this is a full week ago, dude, to the day. And their MBA, which is obviously a pretty high-end school, uh, right there in the center of, of, of Nashville, or getting close to the center of Nashville, if you if you know, you know. But um, I'm reading Paul's uh, Paul Kaharski's article here. It said, Brian Tannehill on September 30th, he can't just sit around the couch for a week and be on a Zoom meeting and expect to be at a physical peak on Sunday or whatever, or whenever the game is going to be. Yeah, I... I the Titans deserve whatever they're about to get hit with. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. One hundred percent. I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad this timed out. We're obviously we're reacting live to this thing. But yeah, from what I'm seeing on Titans Twitter right now, it's it's very much the same. I don't think anybody's going to sit here and try and cover up for the Titans, but uh, it's about to get. You can say to defend it, and I know that what you were saying earlier about this is where I was. I knew that we had to save for the podcast, but you sent the you sent me a tweet with a video of Rabel saying, "I've told them not to do this." Okay, we get that, but you know, and I and I made a point to combat that. I know this is oranges and apples, but up until this year, it was illegal in the league to smoke weed, and you know, if you test positive for weed, you're fine. You know, like Josh Gordon, you get suspended if you keep breaking your rules. They would tell them every time, every season. Do not smoke weed while you're here. And they continue to do it. So they knew the risk when they would smoke weed, knowing that they could get in trouble, but they did it anyway. I know that's totally different than COVID. So anybody listening, do not even try to come at me saying I'm comparing weed and COVID to the same thing. My point <laughs> is, 
is that there are mandates in the NFL and protocols that do not do X, Y, and Z. And they choose to do it anyway because that's what I was talking earlier is that human mentality of just I, I'm, I'm going to live my life the way I'm going to live my life and just come up with the consequences later. And right now, I feel like this is a great example of what the Titans did. Rabel can tell them not to do something until he's blue in the face, but he can't handhold them everywhere they go. The thing is, this happened the thirtieth. I think he was on record saying that just a couple of days ago. So maybe, maybe he did know about it and say, you know, I do, "I do." What I do feel bad for is anybody in that locker room, coaches, players who have genuinely done their best to abide by the protocols and abide by the rules, stay healthy, and stay smart. And now they are about to have their their season basically end undefeated because some players were too prideful and selfish to just follow the rules. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's over. I mean, I think they're going to probably, right. you know, they're going to draft picks are de- the minimum to me, in my opinion. I, uh, I don't see how they, they don't get at least a two or three week suspension minimum. And just forfeit those games. I mean, that's, I think that in that case, it would be an either-or thing of games or picks. I mean, who knows if they just do a financial – I think it makes more Adams. take away games and take away picks. I mean, why would you yeah. – Why are you going to yeah. penalize a kid who's in college right now that, hey, you're not going to go play for an NFL team if we took away their draft pick because they screwed up in 2020? I would, I would think it makes more sense to forfeit 2020 games sure. as opposed to affecting the 2021 season. Now, if, you, if, they, if they tack that on, that's fine. It's well, I say it's fine as in like it would make sense if they tacked it on. But I think first and foremost is you shut down the facilities for, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Who knows how long they're going to do it for. But if while you're in the corner of just direct disobedience to the protocols, you need, you, I feel like those games should be forfeited. Because yeah. because you're taking away the opportunity of the other teams playing. It's not their fault that y'all you know decided to go out there and play when you weren't supposed to. So why would the Steelers yeah. get penalized? Why would the Bills yeah. get penalized? That makes no sense. Yeah, well, let's wrap this thing up. I know we're getting close to our our, our, our hour mark here. Um, yeah, we're we're just turning the page on this new <laughs> development. I feel like we need to have another podcast later tonight so we can figure out what what the heck's going on. I'm playing. Yeah, so if you're listening, make sure and stay tuned with us. Obviously, subscribe, rate yeah, the developing. podcast stay with us because this is i mean paul kaharski put this up i mean no more than 20 Dude, minutes first of all ago, shout out so. to paul he's been just bringing some great breaking news these past few days with all of this mm-hmm. i mean he's he's on he's on the beat you, you you just tell so shout out to, shout out to paul simply the best all right folks well thanks a lot for listening connect with us on social media check the description out to give us a follow tell us what you think what should happen to the titans today obviously in light of i mean <laughs> The news coming down, but even as far as the conversation, now that we know where do the Titans go and where does the NFL go and how ha- how heavy is this hammer going to be? I'm expecting like Mil, you know, what do they call it, Millionaire from uh, Thor, of uh, just dropping that type of hammer on the boys, man. Uh, and you can't really blame them for it. But uh, but again, thanks a lot for checking us out. If you're new to us, make sure and check us out at chat10sports.com. 
And uh, guys, like, like Zach said, we might check you guys back tonight. But uh, have a great rest of your day, and uh, we'll see where we go. See you guys.